0: Shout out, Mexico. What are you doing here? Look at you right
1: now. Yeah. Jesus uh, himself are here. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, dude, I got my hipster hat on, too. <laughs> Shout out to the Siete brand. They're they're at Whole Foods. Absolutely delicious. It's like paleo, and it's wholesome. It's great. My girlfriend, she's, she's so great. Uh, if you guys want to follow my girlfriend, Katie Downey, she's at whole health fitness coach we'll just come home to like a box of tortilla chips and like salsa and hot sauce and these people are like have a good day i'm like babe you're the coolest person i think (laughs) like i don't know anybody who gets that and then she gets hats too so how are you
0: i'm good i'm good uh excited to start off this little thing that this idea that we have we have a lot of things planned for it um uh some every some this whole idea with everybody um alex and i are are starting this idea podcast business venture who knows but it's uh we feel like there may be a little bit of an issue when people don't understand how to win a baseball game because we feel like it is as simple as you would like it but as well as complicated as possible (laughs) alex and i talk regularly about things that bother us and what we like about the game of baseball And we feel like these conversations that we have may have some value to somebody. And so we want to start putting them out there because it's easy for us to do this. We get so worked up over the littlest things as well as the biggest things. And so we have an experience of baseball that we come from completely different areas that he and I connect in a situation of mental. maybe, you know, like, it's a very, it's a very fun, fun idea that we get into. So um, that's, that's the idea behind this. Uh, Alex will have his version of it too, because we are consistently pushing the ideas of player development, you know, or even development in general, um, in any aspect of life, or sport, if you may. So Alex, this is fun. Let's, uh, let's let's put on a little show here. Let's see what, we, see what we can get into. We had a little bit of a, a warm-up earlier today, so we'll see how it goes now.
1: Can I tell you, so the guy, my least favorite, the, what, <laughs> how did you say it? Yeah, how did you say it? My, my, my favorite worst baseball player right okay, now. Okay, so my favorite worst baseball player. And this is a very large man. I'm going to start <laughs> off by saying that. So if you hear this, sir, this isn't like a disrespect to you. I just have questions. Okay. <laughs> So, Diolis Guerra is a six foot five, 245 pound defensive end who pitches for the Oakland A's. And he only throws the ball like 91 miles an hour. Now, he could have had a hurt arm, you know, but I watched a lot of A's baseball, right? Last year they had the best bullpen, arguably in the big leagues. Um, just always having a good bullpen. But. It wouldn't be like, oh, they only have one big guy and he doesn't throw hard. So I have their depth chart pulled up, and it's just about an average height of what seems to be six foot three, you know, got the occasional six one guy in there. But guys are just throwing cheddar. I don't understand when I see a guy built like that. And then I also know that, um, God, what was that right hander's name? Jonathan Broxton? Yeah. Oh. Jonathan Broxton? Like, that guy was massive and he just threw cheddar. Absolutely. Yeah. Buzz for sure right like why does a large human not throw gas when you are a big leaguer not to say that he doesn't get the job done but like how does that not correlate even when you just throw the ball just fascinates me yeah it it, well to me on the
0: side of throwing it's obvious that if big guys have you know, balance issues and, and they're not very comfortable in, in being in wide positions that you can get to when you have a lower center of gravity, right? So mm-hmm. I, I see a, a bunch of big, tall guys that just can't handle the slope and handle the force without, you know, freaking out a little bit. So, you know, it, it there is a little bit of an art and a little bit of uh, reckless abandonment that goes into trying to push your body to 100 miles an hour. But that's that's what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't work that way. You can't move slow and throw fast. You know, you have to find your version of your engine that works for you. I and mean, there's so many different ways to do it. Now it's turning into the golf swing. Really? There's not just one way to do it. It's turning into, are you a long arm momentum guy? Are you a short stride rotation guy? Are you a pocket whip guy? Are you driveline guy, top velocity guy, you know what I mean? Like it's all turning into versions of mechanics of what they're doing, but, but, Mechanics isn't the game. So, you know, uh, he made it there somehow. So I'm going to keep my eye Let me write his name now. What's his name again? Diolis <laughs> Guerra. D- yeah,
1: D-E-O-L-I-S. I'm looking him G- up right now. Yeah, Diolis Guerra. D-E-O. D-E-O-L-I-S. And, bro, he's he just turned, he's 31. How do you, what's his last name? Guerra. G-U-E-R-R-A.
0: Hey, shout-out like, to mom. Shout-out to like, mom
1: to the name. Like, first of all, I, I just want to say, like, without, like, throwing the resume out there, I watch Oakland A's baseball. I told you yesterday, like, I've seen Jose Altuve hit I don't know how many times this year already. And Michael Brantley, he's 12 for 30 against the A's this year. Get a, get him out one time. Here we go, guys. Come on. You know, <laughs> let's throw – let's walk him. Let's do so, – like – Maybe maybe just Try give him four, just let him hit, you know, just Definitely. let him go, let the next guy hit. But I've probably seen Jose hit off of the A's at least 10 times this year already, right? So I got a good sense of what their bullpen looks like and what the A's have. And when you've got a guy the same size as Frankie Montas, who is, and I've got their bullpen up right here, so I've got Frankie Montas is 6'2", 255, right? Throwing 97, Right? So you've got a guy that's a little bit shorter, but probably the same size, right? Throwing exceptionally harder with more velocity, longer, right? So more endurance than this larger guy who, from my experience with playing baseball and being a catcher and seeing a lot of pitchers, taller guys generally have better endurance because smaller guys have to generate more force. Mm -hmm. So – You know, again, you're the pitching guy. I'm the catching guy. Like, how does that happen?
0: I don't get it. I don't get it. it. Yeah. I mean, well, I just looked up a couple of his videos. Seems like he's got a banger, you know. And he's also throwing 2,300 spin rate at 90 miles an hour. So, there's some deception there. So, anything over 2,000 goes up. And every 100, it goes a little bit more. So, he's throwing a little bit of an invisible. It's not a full invisible. Right. But there's some, there's some answers in his fan graphs right there. So, so that's where the, the fun part know? of data has come around and really helped, you know, people understand, like, why 90-mile-an-hour yeah. fastballs are, are invisibles. Because it's right. like – just like Taylor Ahern, our, our guy, our pro guy that trains with us that starts uh, – shout out, one inning, no runs. Good job. touch 95, little boy T. Yeah. and, and But he right. throws a 2,600 yeah, nice. off-axis, 215-spinning fastball. So it goes okay. – and it's just this gross yeah. thing that comes in, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's a different version of a heater. It's it's a backspin heater, but his arm slot, where he comes comes from, where he feels really good, he just produces this ridiculous amount of spin that pulls the ball back really hard. So in in this guy's case, watching him throw his fastball, he's on top of it like I am, really well. So it's going up, uh, and it's almost even going. It's almost even going up in this way a little bit. It's not quite like a full 12-6 up. It's kind of matching his arm slot a little bit. So that's you know, just looking into this righty right here that's swinging at it, like yeah, he's under it to him, it's going this way to him. Like down and like that. You know what I mean? And he's got this little thing to it. You know, it's it's impressive.
1: So yeah, if I'm if I'm this guy, right? How do I use that to win an inning? Like he comes in gets a shutdown inning, right? So his game obviously seems to be a lot of downward action, right? And then it right. works with his thumper, right? right. So he's, he's got mm-hmm. a good is it a straight up and down hook or is yeah, it like... yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was a
0: you know with his his arm slot being ah, you know what? I just pull, I just emptied it. Let me look at it again. It it, it kind of is, it's more down, right? But it's got it's one of those it's one of those like 130s that catches and then comes down. So it comes out and then goes down.
1: It doesn't come out and then return back on the axis. Got it. Got it. So so if we were to say he's throwing a sinking fastball, but not a seam. Definitely not. No, a it sh- is a
0: foreseeing. No, it's a foreseeing. Yeah, it's a, a riding.
1: It's called a riding fastball. A riding seam. Right. Okay. So it's got it's got this little
0: up and run movement on it. because So he's kind of like Taylor. Like Taylor's a little bit more flat with it, like that's kind of had a little bit. His is kind of like that right there i really by the way really like doing this right now on the camera i'm hoping the visual is very nice you
1: know (laughs) so if i'm riding this fastball right i i kind of get what you're saying right now and then you throw that humper that works right off of that because guys are committing to a fastball that's already going down right see it kind of riding up and then it's that breaking ball working down their balance is off okay so it's just again like when you you have to explain that to guys, because right. I will say, I didn't know how this guy has success. I have to ask the pitcher. I watch him, right? And what it seems to me is guys were early and guys were on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Guys were constantly early and constantly on yeah. top of it. So, yeah. when you watch a guy do that constantly, you have to look at how did who taught him how to do that, right? <laughs> because it probably took him a while, because I'm assuming someone taught him how to throw like that, Yeah. Probably throws well. Right? I just got
0: a, I just got a twenty second highlight. I'm gonna text it over to you. But he, uh, so he's got good ride. I, it's it's pretty solid. Um, he's got a good split. He's Venezuelan, which makes a lot of sense why he does have the ride. He gets all the way through it. It's you're gonna, you may you may recognize you know this this motion. This may look. This may look familiar. I don't know. Let's see if you get this. Hopefully, it's delivered. Did you get that? Yeah. There we go. I'm now. Oh, he jumped out. Yeah, you can't jump out. <laughs> oh, I'll
1: go watch. Oh, I know. I'm gonna go watch it in a second. MLB.com. I yeah. just wanted to get the link.
0: Yeah. So if if. So, what I would say – here's what I would say. So, with uh, looking at this, uh, he was a seventh inning guy for the Angels last year, and that looks like what his thing is. So, yeah, I see this giant monstrosity tree of a human throwing here. He gets down the mound really well, so his 90 – and he's really – his extension's really good on his release point. So, his 90's going to play like 94, and then it's got late movement on that four-seam ride, so that's going to play. And then he's throwing a four-seam banger, which is delaying the process – the, the Decision process of the hitter, whether it's backspin or four spin, you know, four spin, backspin or top spin. And then he's got a nice little split that goes with it. So we got four seam ride, slow banger, split. And his speed ladder he's running is 90 92, um, 80 to 84 on the split. And then the curveball 73 to 78. So his, if you got to go 73 to 92, that's almost 20 miles an hour. That's, that's why the curveball plays.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. I'm looking at his his lines right now.
0: Interesting that he's in Oakland now,
1: right? Because it, it would that would work for his
0: game. Because if you're playing that game, you're playing you're a fly ball guy. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You go to Oakland. You go to Oakland. You can just let it rip, dude. See what it is. dude. Oakland's right? so big. And then of like, course he's so... in Anaheim, and it doesn't work, right? That's like pitching in Colorado,
1: right? Man. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I get this guy. What's cool about what's cool about again today's game? It's like the way that I figured out how to swing came from watching highlights, right? But now, as a, as an older guy who's trying to who's trying to now teach the game to guys and really try to reciprocate results, you know, like be able to go like, okay, I can get this guy to do that. That means that I just have to say this, right? Yes. Yeah. Do that again, right? But now it's the portion of like what the point of us having a conversation is like, we're trying to get somebody to understand, okay, how does this guy work? How does he play his game in order to have success? Because that's one of the things that's not explained. I feel like until you get to this high level, like I'm watching him pitch right now. Yeah. It's just a a hard bite straight downhill. Yeah. Man. How about Randy or He is so real. He's so real. Played against him in uh, Mexico. Did you really? How was that? Yeah, I got him. No yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was it. the old front door cut piece. No big deal. Cutters are hard to hit,
1: man. It's not a normal
0: pitch. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, to all the pitchers out there, like, don't throw normal pitches. It just doesn't yeah. make sense.
1: Be don't unique. Throw hit that people see. And a front door cutter off your hip is about as unique as it comes. That's, like, real tight, too. Like, on the hitter, to play that is real tight. Yeah. We'll watch this guy throw one more pitch real quick. And then I'm going to – we're going to slide this conversation to something else. Perfect. Okay. So.
0: Huh.
1: Man, it's crazy how, like, the spin rate and the angle at which somebody just approaches the plate, right, can really increase that velocity. Boom! Like, he just blew it by what looks like – I think that was – I don't know who that was. I'm not going to say it was Trey Mancini. But, anyways, he just blew it by this this right-handed hitter for the Orioles pretty much like it was 97 miles an hour. That really mm-hmm. was just a, a simple – 94 mile or 90 mile an hour fastball just spinning lot. Right.
0: right. So we,
1: if you're gonna use, like he's he's gonna do well in Oakland, you know,
0: his, you know, it, maybe he has strikeout stuff. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna keep an eye on him a little bit more. I mean, high that that combo in certain situations could be deadly, right? You know, if you, you bring him in right on right in a big situation, two outs, one out, and you need a pop, like. Pop fly is going to be dangerous, so I highly doubt they're going to bring him in second and third. It's going to be a runner on first, maybe a runner on second situation
1: to where he's going to still get contact, but it's going to be weak for what he's doing. So. Fly ball contact, foul ball contact. We're looking for, you know, one of those ideas. And, I mean, plus you're in Oakland, that percentage of getting a foul ball out, I mean, I don't know how much higher it is than anywhere else, but it's way higher, right? Hey, um, can, we, can we just eliminate foul territory? I'm over it we no, I love it. I love it because making plays in the dugout is one of the cooler things that we still have left. Because now that they put the nets up, right? Like there's only one more like reach over, like <laughs> yeah. robbing home runs or foul balls, right? So <laughs> we got to keep those foul. So Oakland's the, I mean, Oakland is probably the last remaining place where, you know, it's so big and open that they maybe won't put the nets up. Because it's so big, right? It's like, man, the odds of a ball actually being 90 miles an hour by the time it gets over here, it's 250 feet away from home plate, right? Um, so building on that, so you're a guy that, that that knows spin rate, right? So let's talk about weaponizing spin rate. I am Diolis Guerra, right? And I'm just a kid. Like, there's so many kids that are out there right now that they probably throw 85 but it gasses people up, right? And they are trying to throw every pitch under the sun that makes sense, or they're listening to their junior college coach and trying to fix their mechanics, right? If you know how you spin the ball and you know that you have some of these traits, like this guy, right? How do you weaponize that? You you know, it's, it's a great
0: question because – You've got to learn what you are actually good at. So that's, that's a hard question, right? Like you don't know how your stuff's going to play until you've played enough games to see where the ball – like I have – there's a very – it's very easy for me to understand the way I pitch and where the ball goes most commonly. Pretty much the ball goes to the right fielder with – when, when I face righties, the ball goes to the right fielder or right center that way, and then choppers to the left side pretty much what I get, right? I get flares to right, and I, if you're going to get it, it's going to be a shot to right center, so I need my center fielder to move over. I need my right fielder to play in and flare. I know it's not ideal. Sorry, Dodgers, calm down. And then <laughs> shortstop's got to play straight up, maybe a little bit in the hole, and the second, base, second baseman's going to go play in the four hole. So if you're going to get a base hit up the middle on me, I'll, you got to get three of those to score.
1: So I'm entirely okay with that, you know? Sorry, I got spammed. Spam called. Sorry about that. Um, so you 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 said one thing that is super key, and that is knowing how your game is played, and that's by playing a good number of games, right? So when you go back to to Taylor Ahern, played, I don't know how many uh, how many innings has, has do you think he's played before he even got to Milwaukee?
0: Oh, we counted it the other day. So he did twenty-eight weeks
1: of live
0: abs on Friday, which is seven months, and he was throwing at least a hundred pitches, one um, day a week. In in one that day so week. one day, one day a
1: week, yeah, one day a week, throwing... twenty-eight weeks. Yeah, man. And he had how many games? You think he pitched a hundred pitches? Right. So I mean.
0: We were thinking that it's funny that you said that we were just talking about the other day. We were trying to figure out how many innings. So right. we were guessing, we were just going to guess we were just trying to be conservative and say maybe he threw six innings. Right? So six innings times twenty-eight. Somebody do the math.
1: Cause I love the idea of ten thousand hours, man. I'm a big believer in ten thousand hours. Like hey, more you time don't you don't you know it's so
0: hard to know what type of expert you are until you are in the experience. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I didn't grow up a cutter guy. That wasn't a thing. I just I just thought about who's the best pitcher that's in the game right now that nobody hits. Yeah. And and my favorite stat about this human is there are more people that have walked on the moon than have scored on Mariano Rivera in the playoffs. Sounds like a pretty – he might be doing something there. Sounds like he may be – maybe we should try this old cut thing. Maybe we should try it
1: see what the, the value of like just copying somebody's simplicity like he didn't have four pitches he had one pitch and he threw it in a variety of ways there you go okay like okay. he had one pitch that he knew how to throw in a ver- it's just like um again uh, I'm a martial arts guy for those who know me but at at some point like guys already know your game like you're they've got tape on you they've they sparred with you enough you can still get them it's just like i have one thing dude but i can do it in so many different ways Mm -hmm. one choke one right hand one good left hook i I got one leg lock right um yeah that's the hound dog better watch out
0: watch out
1: yeah you guys better watch out um so again, learning how to throw a cutter is really valuable. I agree with that. What's what's fun is um, now just in BP at TPC where I'm pitching strictly on Fridays or I'm, you know, throwing to some of our like select power hitting guys that are coming in on like Tuesdays and Thursdays and it's really cool to see the power of a little bit of spin right? And when you can control it, now I've thrown a percent of the cutters that you've thrown in your life but just in the amount of time just spinning the ball and spinning the ball and spinning the ball you can see the value in that pitch because it's it can be a it's like what you and I had a conversation with earlier it's the preemptive to a breaking pitch or a slider or a breaking ball and it teaches you how to spin that baseball and I'm getting kids that are now having great live at-bats because, hey, in BP, my coach throws cutters and fastballs and the cutters break away from me and the fastballs ride true. And sometimes I rake the cutter, right, because I'm sitting on off-speed, right? And then I get blown up by a 36-mile-an-hour fastball on my hands, right? (laughs) It's great to see that guys get blown up by just BP fastballs because you make them start playing the game. But back to table right? So – You've got so many innings playing in an experience, right, where he's throwing X, Y, Z, or he's throwing Y, Z, X, or he's going to throw Y, B, A, right? He's going to throw something totally different out there. And that time of just, like, how you started this, like, mentally sparring, but actually physically sparring, throwing to a hitter, like, hey, hit this, right? Okay, that guy got a double, right? Cool, we're gonna act like we had a double this inning, right? And like being able to put yourself in these situations, that's how you're gonna find these. I don't want to say like it's 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 wisdom, it really is wisdom. Because if it's if it's just something that you just figured out and you haven't applied it before, it's pretty much just an idea. But once you've applied it and it's rang true, now it's wisdom. Well, and what, what does everybody say?
0: Everybody says experience is the most valuable stat, right? Well, experience where? Right? Not practice. Talking about practice. That's why I love the Allen Iverson thing. We're talking about practice.
1: Practice.
0: We're not talking about a game. And, look, I'm not trying to devalue practice, but bullpens are boring. Oh, my God, they're boring.
1: They're and if, you,
0: if they're not boring, they're not boring, then you don't understand the one-on-one
1: battle. Right. Right. And I'd that's what not. it is. That's what I'd baseball is. Not. Baseball is a one on one battle with eight people on the other side. Seven people technically. You wanna count. And you gotta wait this. and you gotta wait your turn.
0: Yeah, you gotta
1: <laughs> wait your turn, son. You want some of this? You gotta hold on for two innings. Hey, hey hang out over
0: there and watch me do my thing, all right? Yeah,
1: just chill out. I'm about to like I'm about to tie these guys' shoelaces together with the slider here, make him look like an idiot. And then I'm gonna come back and get you with a fastball, right? Whoops, whoops, whoops. right? Or I'm just gonna saw you off with my cutter, just because I can, right? So if if we're playing baseball, right, and we're trying to win a baseball game, one of the things that I'm thinking about is how, and this is something that I don't think it's talked about anymore, and that's what the Astros are doing really well, and they're striking out the least in baseball right now. They're striking out the very least in baseball, and they're one of the best hitting teams in baseball. They're And, you know, Michael Brantley's 12 for 30 against the Oakland A's, who are the first-place team right now, right? And I believe uh, he was probably like 13 for 32 after yesterday, maybe even 14 for 32, right? And which is, it's getting worse now. So if you look at how these guys are winning baseball games, it's they're still abiding to not the three outcomes, not the walk, strikeout, home run, but they're trying to walk, put it in play, or drive it. That's what it seems like. They're not settling for the we're going to walk and then strike out. It seems like we're going to walk, put it in play because we're good athletes, which we can talk about. That's a great way to win a baseball game. Just be athletic. Or we're going to try to drive it.
0: What do you mean, be athletic?
1: So I think one of the advantages that the Cubs had that, that helped them win the World Series and one of the things that the Dodgers had that helped them win the World Series and the Red Sox and a lot of teams is this valuable asset of the Chad Pinder, Ben Zobrist, um, what's the... The, the, the utility guy. player. Exactly. But not a utility guy. It's like... Because utility guy used to be Ben Zobrist. It used to be the guy that's like, you know, he kind of switch hits, kind of hits well, better okay, hold on, left, hold, hold on, right. hold on, hold Because this is a good thing, because
0: like, this is great. Because it, really, really... There are only two positions, so we can't even. go. We're just talking. There about are. A hitter. There are only
1: two positions.
0: There's a, There's just a
1: hitter that can play. That's it, and then a pitcher. Yeah. Pretty much it. You Rich. could even say that there's, there's like, there's bodies for a position, but that that's another story for another day, right?
0: Hey, so you let's... and I could go to
1: Japan right now, and they could stick me in right field,
0: and they could stick you at catcher. Yeah. And you we would be doing all the yeah 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 okay yeah you know what I mean uh, uh, you know like all the
1: <laughs> – Who do I I throw it I throw it the ball girls? Sick. Yeah. Right. just going dude ball girls we need ball we need ball girls in the united states we're going to um state so bad we're going so go
0: to to uh, – we're going to do a, a video back and forth. We're going to do a little vlog, and we're going to go to a Padre game, and then we're going to go to a Toros game down in TJ, and I'm going to show the difference of it. And it is just – oh, it's not even – you're going to be jealous. I'll tell you that. You're going to be jealous,
1: you know. That field that the the play on was amazing the other day. That was so nice. Right, well, that's, in the, that's their adult league field. That's what I mean. That field was so like, nice. Yeah. I know, yeah. like – there are local baseball fields that there are local high school fields that aren't that nice right like, it's, it's a tra- also but yeah, ball girls are a lot of trouble they are a lot <laughs> of trouble but, <laughs> but here's the value of having we can even say, we can even say dugout people you could even be <laughs> neutral just say dugout people. The Philly fanatic is one of the most prized and coveted things in all of sports, right? And that's just one person that gets on the dugout. Like, the Laker girls, everybody loves the Laker girls. Everybody loves right. NFL cheerleaders, right? We're not saying they just have to be women. What we're saying is the popular sports tend to have female dancers, you know? And Well, well, you know, in, in, t- in
0: Tijuana, okay, let's, we're going we're gonna to bring it back here, right? You're right. Yeah. You're right about that. But also, yeah. In Tijuana, they have a cheerleading squad that is everywhere. But don't forget the dance team, the co-ed dance team. <laughs> and the fellas, the fellas, they ripped. All right? All right? So, you know, there's something for everybody at that game. You know what I mean?
1: Getting after it, just yeah. like shoulder rolling. Oh, dude. Oh, co-ed
0: dance, like yeah. just. Yeah, and you're, you're just right. warming up, your inning, in and you're just like, here we go. How do you – hey, how do you focus here – when this guy's twerking in the corner of your eye right, right. here, you're just right. trying to you're uh-huh. just trying to get hot and not get distracted by the merengue over right. here <laughs> on the base. base and lot. you have bands, right? You have bands and yeah, baseball, yeah, right. Oh, we had in we had a full-on horn section right behind our dugout: tubas, trombones, trumpets, just probably like 30 of them, just having a ball,
1: making making the game fun. That's <laughs> what's important. The game has to be made fun. And I feel like baseball is take like the idea of creating a fun stadium is awesome, right? Like every stadium that you go to tends to be like more of an attraction, like in, in so many different ways. So that like, I feel like is getting away from the point of like the game is fun. Right. And so when you start getting mad at these guys for swinging at three O counts and, hitting nukes like which is like what if he hits the ball the record for longest home run ever because it's a 3-0 count like what if you know what i mean yeah. you want him to earn it like a man like who cares like what if he does it like just what right. if he does it right like right. that would be that would be more important to the sport than you trying to make it ethically right Right. Like right. that's that's are we, are we going are we going to the Tony Larusa thing right now? Is that what I going? mean I'm not saying that this is about Tony Larusa, but I am saying that the like I'm half Mexican by the way. <laughs> I love I love the fact that Tijuana <laughs> baseball is so like like hearing what you talk about, it makes me like, man, I should have just pursued my Mexican dream and just gone to Mexico. <laughs> There's still a like, chance. There's there still is a chance. still a chance, right? There's still a chance. Because it it seems like outside of outside of eastbound and down, right? Like there is a, a reality to it. Yeah. But when when we're talking about like just having fun, it seems like we have like taken the fun out. Like they in Korea, they have like the uh, the the thunder sticks. Yes. Coaches need to teach the fun instead of each at bat being life and death. I agree. I agree. But like here's here's at a boy nail, you get it. Here's That's... the problem with that. Yeah, go ahead. Coaches also understand the value in like these Dominican players have fun at the same time they know how to they have to get off the island. Like they have this value of like this game's really fun, but I don't want to fish every day. You know what I mean? Like they want to get off the island. They have these great areas where, you know, they're not playing baseball every day and they're going to school and they're doing all that fun stuff. But I think guys, in the United States put a lot of pressure on kids to be great early. And that's like the, where it comes from. But also like, you can still teach them that, like, Hey, if this is what you want to do for a living, like you could do it for a living, but teach them how to have fun doing that. Right. Like there's, there's, there's no problem with – because I also believe in, like, raising little savages. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do love, like, the idea of, like, you have to raise kids, like, a certain way. Because once they get past a certain age, like, it's uh, – you're kind of screwed. Like you're Raising just 100... little savages. You have to kind of raise tiny little savages. They have to have a tiny little bit of savage in them just so they can push back. That's all you want. You just want enough to push back. Cause that's the kid that pushes through adversity. That's the Michael Jordan gene. You know, that's the, you get cut by your varsity coach or whatever. And you're like, all right, I'm going to come back even better. Like that's the, that's what I'm talking about. Um, That's a value in the life and death idea. Cause some kids end up being Michael Jordan, you know, like you end up getting this tiny little savage. That's like, you know what, uh, I want to play the game like that. I'm sorry you don't, but, like, I do. You know? Sorry you don't. Sorry, like, he said that. He, he outright said that. He was like, I'm sorry you didn't want to play like that. I, I did, though. So, and you can't apologize because, hey, at the end of the day, that guy's six 60 feet, six inches away from you. Like, he doesn't feel bad if you strike out. He doesn't feel bad at all, right? No. So, you have to – Yeah, he's trust me. He's fine. He's He's fine. fine. He's gonna be okay. Right? If you get sent down, he's probably thinking, ah, you know what? Whatever. So there's my controversial adversarial add on to that. Because like you have to have these kids that are like that that's one thing that I really wish that that kids learned earlier without having to play baseball is that you have to fail and then push back sooner. You know what I mean?
0: it's very true you have to oh man and then you just got to deal with like the system the the industry the establishment of baseball it's just so bad so bad it's just it 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 really makes sense in now coming all the way back around why people just stop playing baseball as soon as college is done yeah because it's just like there's just too many people ruining the game or high school even there's like like the fact that people play high school baseball for four years, and then are just okay, not even trying college baseball. It's like, well, what were you doing? Yeah. What were you doing? Were you, like yeah. you're just playing for fun. Like, isn't fun being good and playing against good to see how good you are? Isn't that the whole point of the game? Like to test your skill level. Because
1: isn't it isn't it better? Like, I like to play Spider Man on PS4 with my girlfriend's kids. Right. They like to play it on like the easier levels, right? But here's the trick with the old Spider Man you have to beat it on the hardest level to then get a harder level, right? Mm-hmm. And they asked me, they're like, why do you play it on so hard? I'm like, because I get to kill more bad guys. You know what I mean? Like when it's on easy, like 10 guys come out, right? But yeah. When it's on hard, it's like 50. It's like, yeah. what does Spider Man do with? 10 bad guys or like 50, bro? Love the anxiety. Love You're it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> It's like, how many waves of bad guys do I have to beat? And, like, we're all, like, huddled around the TV, like, oh, my God, right? It's exciting. What's more exciting, watching Mike Trout face who's that guy or is it watching Mike Trout face Jacob Degrom? You want to see that. That's what you want to see. That's what we need. Man. Right. You know what would be a great all-star event? Manfred, if you're watching this, hot take for you. All-Star Weekend, okay? We're looking at live at-bat situational. You may not get it. Yes! Like, let's Ooh. go, let's go, uh, Jacob. Let's go top Bob. five, top five. That's what I want to see. What? Top, top five, five versus top five. But how do you declare top five? Top five whip? Top five ERA? Top five Well, it's definitely wins?
0: not. It's definitely There's
1: not ERA. Top. It's definitely, definitely not ERA. Definitely not ERA. Definitely yeah. not ERA. Um, what about, like, the lowest hard hit average or something like that and then the highest hard hit average? Yeah, I mean, you could have lowest
0: on, you know, lowest uh, uh, batting. I don't know. I, There's too many things,
1: right? Whip, I think, whip I could think, be the closest. Point. Honestly, like, honestly, I think it would be the best if – just like how you do All-Stars, you just get all the players to go, who are your five best players or five best hitters, yeah. five best pitchers? And they just right. go, oh, these guys. And then it's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Like, and you guys this are going to get doing. Like, one at-bat, and then we're going to do – like I think that would be super exciting. It would almost be like a, like a hockey goalie versus like a, a, a forward on the ice. Like, It would right. almost be like a penalty shootout. It would be really exciting. Holy, and like Holy. we need to have something else besides the three point or not three point, besides the home run derby. Like right. that's all we got right now, right? But there's a lot of exciting things in baseball.
0: Well, but, you can tell too. Like the the guys don't even want to play the game. You know what I mean? You can just tell by the effort and the focus and the joking and how things go. They just don't even want to. So you know that would be. You know the skills challenge in, in in the nhl you know what i mean the qb challenge there's a those are the things people want to see because you just don't they're just so random you know what i mean
1: will the rockies steve, got, be good probably not
0: <laughs> steve i got i got a, i got mm-hmm. bad news for you buddy they're a part of one of those four organizations that just puts money in a pot mm-hmm. to get a return on their investment so no they're never gonna win and that's mm-hmm. why that's why Charlie Backman isn't playing as well as he wants to because the center fielder didn't back him up on that ball that bounced off the wall for the inside park run. Help me out, Alex. Sure. Smoked ball off the wall. Kareem's off the wall. You just miss it as it hits and goes behind you. Who's supposed to be behind you? If I'm a corner outfielder, my center fielder. Really, right. The ball rolled three-quarters of the way back to the infield, Jeez. and neither the second baseman nor the center fielder went and got the ball. And he got it, and Jake Cronenworth was able to hit third base, float and check to see where the ball was, and beat the throw.
1: Man. See, then that happens, and the A's (laughs) are talking about moving. I'm like, move that team. I don't care. (laughs) You you guys are ruining – you guys are taking – like, Charlie Blackman is a unicorn of a baseball player. Right. He is he's so good at so many different things. And he's getting the Don Mattingly-type treatment. Like, he is, he is so – and Todd Helton and Troy Chilowitsky. And, ah, uh, no, Matt Holliday and Troy Chilowitsky, they kind of had a run for a hop. You know, they kind of had it for – man, they beat your San Diego Padres with that slide at home plate. Heard They sure Whoa. did. That happened. Yeah. Um it's just, man, it is so hard to watch and dude, like, dude, the Mariners are another organization. Bro, let's fire our hitting coach. Let's do something. You get no hit twice in a week. You're doing something completely wrong. Like, you're just you're telling the guy the wrong thing. Or, you know what, maybe the bat company that's making your bats, maybe you just buy buy a different brand. You know, everybody like throw your bats away. Like, let's do. A didn't they, whole... Hey, didn't
0: they get a? Well, didn't they get one or two last year too?
1: I was thinking yeah, about probably, that earlier. Like, I'm probably, pretty sure they had at least one last year. They're they're a team that's routinely always beat at the game of baseball. Routinely, I believe Mark Burley threw his perfect game against the Mariners. Wow. I believe so. Wow, wow, that was when you talked about when I brought up no hitter. The first thing and last thing I always think about is Mark Burley because I think of that, that dude in center field. I can't think. I think it was Tim, in- not Tim Anderson. No, I just can't think of it. Oh, he, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in center field that made that hell of a crazy play, and then you're just right, like, right. oh, my God. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like yeah. yeah. That's the best. Oh, man. Two no-nos <laughs> this year. Okay, so I got to ask you something. I got, I got five minutes, by the way. Go ahead. Right, that's fine. This is the last thing, and then we'll leave. Okay. I want to know: Is is what happening in baseball a a thing that's happened, or is it because pitchers are that?
0: Hold on, that hold on. Much you cut out. You cut out on hitting. our side. I need the
1: question again. Sorry. Cut out. I need the question again. Is what happening that is what happening to our hitters being this bad looking because hit pitchers are that good, or because hitters are trying different things?
0: I think I I think there's, there's multiple things going on here, right? You've got more than ever before people using substances to create spin. So it's harder to hit it.
1: Like pine tar
0: substances, not necessarily pine tar. uh, uh, Concoctions, stir it up, you know, some, some of them might be in the, uh, in the kitchen, whipping it up, if I may. Wow um i would say that is definitely a thing i think the other thing that's going on is there's been kind of a different change in these two strike approaches you know especially with some of these organizations like i just don't remember g hacks with two strikes and like i take that back i don't remember it as much when i was playing there was one guy that i remember like (laughs) There, it's it's so funny when you pay attention, right? And I'm always looking for things that I can get an edge on a guy, right? And I remember being down in Mexico, and there was a guy, Amador, Amador. Anyway, who's this older veteran, donkey leg kick righty? Looks like he's playing slow pitch, like huge follow through, just gets after it. And they show a highlight video of him leading our winter league online. Hitting 18 home runs, one after another. Can you guess what pitch it was on every time?
1: Hint: It is the obvious. It is I was going to say fastball. Yeah, 18 yeah. in a row. Gah, gah,
0: gah, gah. I'm like, all right. So I, here comes here comes John's save opportunity. We got to face this guy in Hermosillo. I'm like, this. All right. Well, let's see how this goes. Cutter. Fouls it off. Perfect. I don't have to do this anymore.
1: Yeah. Banger, banger,
0: banger, banger, banger. Go sit out.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm doing everything from lift and hold. Keep the leg up in the air banger, slide step banger, normal banger. How yeah. slow can I throw this banger? How fast can I throw this banger? And I just knew there was no way with the my slider and how big and how sharp it was, he was going to be able to, one, get underneath it, and two, like, time it up. Yeah. And then that's one of those things where it's like people are ignoring, when you have a donkey leg kick, how easy it is to get someone out
1: if you just don't throw fastballs. Man, and that's that's a great way to win a baseball game, right? Is you got the save opportunity of a lifetime facing a donkey, because you know you just you simply didn't. Well, for one, he didn't throw a fastball. <laughs> like that's the first thing I would say is you didn't come <laughs> to this dude. That's it's one thing, and then the second thing is understand how to read, like how to read a hitter, man. I'm, I'm looking at it in my head right now. I'm imagining like Jose, Jose Abreu, but a little bit taller. Oh,
0: outstanding. No, 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 shorter, shorter Jose. Shorter? He was a tiny guy. He was like a five nine guy, five nine, five ten guy.
1: Was he just built like a bowling ball? Yeah, yeah. He was just yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure he played outside linebacker. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was awesome. We're gonna do this yep. again. Yeah. Yes, this was great. We'll, We'll talk again. I'm going to watch some more baseball today, and I'll have more by next week. Sounds good, dude. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thank you. How to Win a Baseball
0: Game podcast, trying to change the world. As, as Yeah, let's go change today. the world today. Let's go change yeah, the world sure. today. Later, Sounds guys. Good. Thanks, God. See ya.